Hello, everyone. This is Misty Gwen, um, Director of Benefits and Wellness at the uh, Benefit Focus, and I am coming to you um, with our podcast series of True North Shortcuts um, with, for you guys, our customer number one, our True North, with my lovely co-host, Abby Broly, uh, joining me today. So thank you, Abby, for coming back again. And, and Sure. Hey, everyone. Staying in this adventure with us. Um, of course. As we've mentioned, you know, we are starting this podcast series off with a back to school series um, as we are trying to navigate this new world together. And today we are excited because we have our very first special guest. So we have Ebony Henderson joining us. She is one of our platform solution specialists um, that is at Benefit Focus. And she's actually been with us, I think Ebony was telling me like four years um, this October. And she says she started off in the Benefit Service Center. And I'm like, well, if you started off in the Benefit Service Center and it was October, so you came in during OE. And then she's like, yeah, and Hurricane Matthew was just happening um, at that time. So I think she she definitely has the tenure and the knowledge um, to know what she's talking about. So thank you um, so much, Ebony, for joining Abby and myself today on the podcast. You're welcome. I'm excited to join you guys today. Thank you. Uh, so I know, um, I mean, myself, I was working remote uh, on a usual basis, let's say pre-COVID, uh, as I'm using air quotes that no one can really see, so I'll let you know. Um, and I know that it was a transition for even myself um, when everyone else went to kind of working remote, even professionally, of navigating um, different meetings with people that were getting used to being remote, navigating with my family. But I know that you were um, one of our associates that was based on our campus. And so I wanted to ask you, like, how um, how did you feel about the transition of from working in, in the wonderful benefit focused campus that we have to then going to like a full time remote? And and also, was there any as you made that transition, did you find yourself needing like certain the equipment or resources um, or tools that that you needed um, to do your job more effectively uh, that and how did you go about kind of reaching out for that support? Yeah, so the transition for the most part um, was smooth. It did take some adjustment of getting used to because I was used to the quiet campus life where my children aren't in the background yelling and I have to constantly go on mute just so my customers or I'm in the meeting. Um, and my managers don't hear my kids in the background. So that part took time for myself and my family um, to get used to. Um, as far as equipment wise, um, we were able to take what we needed at the time, not knowing that this pandemic would, would last in the duration that it did. And so, you know, I was pretty set up for success from the start with the exception um, of not having a comfortable working chair, along with being able to outbound callings to my customers. So within the Future of Work Committee, that was one of the main topics that I wanted to bring on the front line because I was experiencing the lack of resources in regards to how I can um, effectively perform my job. And so what that looked like for me was we implemented a JIRA process where I was able to request my work chair. So I actually went to the office and picked that up on my lunch break and it's been wonderful since then. And as far as outbound calling goes, 
Um, this was a resource that Myra and our engineers um, provided licensing for not only myself, but a numerous amount of other associates to be able to make those outbound calls so we don't have to make those calls from our uh, cell phone number, calling private to a customer. And I had a customer say, why are you calling me private? And I said, well, unfortunately, you know, we had to pick up and run working from remotely. And so that was a piece that it was missed with us um, here at Benefit Focus Boat. Since then, we've been able to accommodate that miss. And now I'm able to call you within our team's um, application. And I think that's such a great um, thing that you, you did, Ebony, because I, I sit on that future of work as well. And I just remember you bringing that up and just seeing the awareness kind of spread across other people's faces. Because I, I think that's one of the great things that we are trying to lift up at Benefit Focus with all of our associates. And, and one of the reasons, honestly, that we say True North, because you can point us in the right direction is, you know, it's always employee feedback, I feel, is the best way to challenge our assumptions. And so many people at different levels might not realize that everyone doesn't have a work cell phone or everyone might not have, um, you know, a, a great place to have a makeshift home office. And so I think it's really from your direct feedback and, you know, from other associates that that's how we're really going to come together um, and continue to improve. So I just want to uh, give you a shout out and thank you for lifting that up because you know, it's a matter of, you know, we don't know what we don't know. And it really means um, kind of using your voice. And I think you, you've done that beautifully um, so far of just trying to lift up what people need um, to be able to best serve our customers, but then also, you know, kind of best serve their families with that. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, one thing I picked up on that you said, I meant, um, Ebony, is that you have some kiddos at home. So can you just tell us a little bit about your, your family makeup, spouse, ages of kids? Yeah, that's fine. Um, so like I've mentioned already, I do have children um, and they range from ages 11 to four years old. Um, and my husband, we've been married going on this next April would be 12 years. So the side of me working from home, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do that? being a full-time mom, full-time wife, and continue to perform to my best ability to, you know, complete my work on a nine to five. And, and that was a big question that I had to ask myself, how am I going to do that with children? And so uh, between my husband um, and myself, we've just been making it work. It had, we had good days, we had bad days, but it's, it's coming along so far. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, my heart is beating out of my chest for you with four kids all in school and then your husband too. I just, I can't even imagine. I have my hands full with three and to add another one to the mix, I think I would just, that might, that might be the end of me, but. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like I can um, so, about mine too. I have mine too that are like my 14 year old and 12 year old, which sometimes Teenagers can maybe have the multiple personalities of multiple children, um, but no, I mean, I, I, <laughs> hats off to both of you guys with managing the, those multiples like that. <laughs> yeah. So, Ebony, tell me about what, like, school has been like for you, because I know from my experience this past spring, um, just with the two in school, it was um, a disaster, to say the least, and now we're just kind of bracing ourselves for September 8th and what that's going to look like. 
um, what kind of decisions have um, has your family made and um, how are you guys moving forward? Yeah, and you know, that's a great question, Abby, because prior to the summer, um, you know, we were temporarily doing homeschooling. And that worked out fine because, you know, my husband, he was a stay-at-home dad and I worked, I went to the office and then here we go, full-time virtual learning. And I'm like, how is that going to work? And then my husband decided he wants to now pick up his career and work in the daytime as well. So now I'm left with all these questions. What is my work schedule going to look like? How am I supposed to make sure that the kids are going to their Zoom or their Google Classroom meetings? And I'm not a great math teacher for my 11-year-old. Like, I'm thinking of all these things in my (laughs) head, (laughs) trying to understand, how is that going to work for me? And so it was just a conversation that I had to have, one, with my husband. Two, I had to reach out to my 11-year-old and ask her, hey, you know, I know you can social distance. I know you're able to, you know, germex your hands, keep your mask on your face, did you want to go to school or did you want to do virtual learning? And she, she said, well, mom, you know, I like to be social. So I think I'll, I would want to go to school. So that's one of my children. She's going to go to school mm-hmm. starting um, August 8th. And um, my other two younger school age children, uh, we had to make that decision to say, you know, we don't know what the numbers are going to look like when we didn't have a start date for the school yet. So as parents, we had to make that decision. Okay. We're going to have them stay home and they're going to do the virtual online program. What that is going to look like for the full school year, we have no idea. How is that going to play a part with me working? I have no idea, but we'll just take it a day at a time with what information we have and then just keep trucking it along until we're at the starting line. I think that's great advice and, you know, it really is day at a time is all we can really ask for at this point. Yes. And I, I think, um, and I, I know that it's, it's been a hard decision for parents because as you're saying, I think it's amazing that you had those conversations, you know, with your children too. And you know, knowing when, you know, if they are old enough to make that decision and, and if they are, as you're saying, like old enough to truly, you know, wear your mask and, and like practice, you know, good hygiene. And um, cause I know I've seen, quite a bit of funny memes on social medias of teachers saying like, this is what it's going to look like for a first grader when you tell them to wear a mask all day and you know, doing all of these funny um, things with that. But you know, I think it's amazing to really sit down and involve the children in, in those conversations. And, and one thing, Ebony, that I know, um, you know, you did so well was, was having that conversation with your manager. Uh, and, and that was, you know, one of the reasons Abby and I wanted to bring you on today is because not only, you know, do you tell? You actually show. So it's a little bit of show and tell um, for us here in our back to school series. But I wanted to ask if if you would share um, the conversation of, that you had with your manager and kind of involved your manager um, in that conversation. I think it's Lauren is your is your manager, right, Ebony? Yes, my manager is Lauren Pakora, and I have to say she's been an amazing manager not only just from us transitioning from campus to working from home, but with the obstacles of of what comes with those um, transitions. And so, you know, she wanted to make sure we were all okay as associates from working from home. And then as school started, um, when the talk of school started occurring, 
um, I know she, because she's already was aware that I've had children along with several other associates on our team, you know, she actually reached out to me to say, hey, you know, we don't know what school is going to look like, but just let me know what you decide. And then let's just keep that conversation going. And, and I said, okay, you know, so we're fast forwarding, you know, two, three, four months down the line now. And I had to go back to her with my concerns of saying, I was a little scared and nervous at first because I didn't know if as benefit focus, if, if we were going to have like a, a, a set um, business hours, if that was in the option of changing across the company. Um, so when I did reach out to my manager, as she requested, it was more so, well, Ebony, let's, we, as a company, we can't really, you know, have a flexible hours, business hours. So, so we can, what we can do is work with our associates one-on-one as far as a flexible work schedule, because every associate is going to be different. You may have one or more children than any other associate. So we have to tailor a flexible schedule that meets your needs along with ensuring that you're continuing to be able to, you know, continue working. And so when we had that conversation, I just felt alleviated because now, like I mentioned, husband is working in the daytime. So now I am going to be a full-time mother, full-time teacher, and full-time business woman, you know, while working, continuing to work. And so I was so nervous about just starting that conversation and then having my manager behind me along the way, holding my hand saying, it's okay. We're going to figure it out when we get to it. And so when I let her know that school's going to start September the 8th, she's like, okay, do you know what, if your kids have a set schedule? I said, I don't. And that's the unknown that I don't know. It's because I'm not in control of knowing these things. I I feel as though I can't provide my manager all the updates that she's requesting, but for the most, most part, excuse me, this process has been very seamlessly between the conversation between my manager and myself. And um, we just had my one-on-one about two days ago and I, I gave her an update saying, okay, we have meet the teacher. And so her response was, well, Evan, just send me a calendar invite of the times that you're going to have to be logged off for a couple of hours so you can go and meet the teachers um, in person, pick up your kids' supplies, and then just let me know if they have a set schedule from that point on. And I said, I surely will. So Monday is our meet the teacher for all of my children. <laughs> oh, goodness. Of course. <laughs> of course it would be on one day. Um, well, I think that's amazing because that, you know, the, the point that I really hear, you know, you saying I, I want to make sure that everyone, you know, really absorbs this and stuff is about, you know, talking about just the need of grace and flexibility um, within this. And, and, you know, I commend, you know, Lauren as your manager too, of, you know, doing that proactive outreach. But as you mentioned too, it, it's a constant communication. So it's, these are not conversations that are, you know, one and done, like check off the list. Cause I know for myself, we are, you know, three weeks into virtual learning and, you know, my kids have to be on video from eight to noon. And so we started, I started noticing our Wi-Fi bandwidth and just like different things happening. And, you know, it is, children are getting used to this. And so when something would go wrong, like a link wasn't working, like they were running through the house, like the house was on fire to try and (laughs) get me to help them um, because they're having to have an online quiz and they're missing questions. And so I think, you know, what you say um, here is that everyone is different and 
you know, we always say in benefits, you know, there's never a one size fits all. Um, and I think especially in the world that we're living in now that, you know, it's just something that it, it does change. There's uncertainty. You might not know the schedules now. And I will tell you um, right now, the schedules we have, we've been told they're temporary and they could be changing in five to six weeks. Um, so there's, there's just so much that I think that fluid and open two-way um, conversation is a great start um, for managers and associates to start having, you know, during this time um, to make sure that, you know, everyone's bandwidth from their emotional to their technological, you know, technological um, bandwidth are being met with that. So I think that's a great um, aspect to bring to it. Yeah, and Ebony, I thank you for sharing your story and as kind of a wrap up, if there was like one piece of advice that you could give our associates um, kind of going through a similar situation, what would that be? Um, I would have to say that don't be afraid. Um, we're accustomed to, you know, having our managers tell us, you know, X, Y, Z. Don't be afraid to reach out to your manager or um, your director or your, anyone in your leadership corner to say, hey, this is what I'm feeling. I'm not too sure what it's gonna look like in the future, but this is my plan. I think you have to start with yourself and have a plan and then don't be afraid to reach out to your managers for that support because they are there to help you. And speaking just from my experience, I only received the best help, the best advice, um, encouraging words because there were times where I called my manager on a team's video chat and I just broke down crying. I said, you know, this is, this is tough. Like I've never knew how different it would be working from home, but during a pandemic, because normally I would love to work from home every once in a while because my kids were in school. And then now it's, we're working from home. We're doing virtual learning from home but the city or the state is shut down. And so I couldn't go out. We couldn't do anything to, you know, for mental awareness. So I, I had a mental breakdown with my manager and it was her encouraging words that helped me say, you know what, it's okay. You know, everyone is feeling what you're feeling if they're not speaking up about it, but others are going through the same thing as well. So my advice just to confirm is to say that the managers are there to help and support you. You know, that's that's what they are there for. You they, they may not know all of the answers, but I'm pretty sure they're going to help you figure it out. I think um, that's just amazing. You know, and I think as you said, speaking up and, and thank you so much, Ebony. I just want to commend you too. Like, I mean, you have an amazing um, manager in Lauren, but you are, you know, an amazing person too, as well as a mom, amazing mom, amazing wife, amazing, you know, platform um, solution specialist, you know, at all. But I think you are a great example for us um, as to use our voice and to ask for help. And that was, you know, I go back to our um, first podcast where Abby was giving tips, you know, to, to parents of kind of like, what are the top three tips when we're facing this virtual learning? And her very first one was, don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, and I think many times we, we do have that fear, um, especially even as working moms, many times we have that fear of it's not even asking for help. It's maybe admitting that we can't do it all, um, which is a hard thing for us as 
um, you know, super moms that, you know, we all can, you know, strive to be. So I just want to thank you um, for joining Abby and myself um, today to, to share your story and to lift up your voice. And hopefully, you know, this will, you know, encourage others that if they are struggling to reach out to their manager, um, to reach out, you know, to you, to Abby, to myself, to a teammate, um, and just kind of have those conversations because you never know, um, you know, the old saying of you never know unless you ask. And, you know, we are um, putting some templates together. So Abby had actually uh, found some templates of how to prepare for these conversations with your manager when you're needing to talk about a, a flexible work arrangement. And then we also have some templates about for managers of here are some proactive questions that you can ask, you know, to see what you're comfortable with, um, you know, to, to get people to share uh, with you. And as part of that, you know, a, a follow-up podcast that we'll be having coming up shortly um, will be with Corey from our Leadership Academy because our Your Place um, Confluence page has tons of things around how to engage with your team remote, you know, how to have conversations and encourage and support your team in this new virtual world. Uh, so we'll be kind of giving you some more information uh, about the manager side. But Ebony, again, thank you so much um, for joining Abby and myself today uh, in this journey. And I just want to thank everyone, you know, with our customer number one. Um, thank you for joining, you know, True North Shortcuts um, on this journey to a place where our mission to improve lives with benefits is starting with our associates, which is you, our customer number one. So thank you, um, Ebony. Thank you, Abby. And I look forward to speaking to everyone again very soon. Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Take care.